0: It's time to LOL. Listen out loud—that is, it's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron Mas, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number five hundred and sixty-six. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron and
1: I'm Mako Chan.
0: And Ari is off tonight. Well, since uh we did cover uh Derpy this past weekend, um Ari had to take care of some other things, so he's gonna enjoy the night off and get something that is rare that he rarely gets. A good night of sleep. I, w- I wonder what that's like, you know? <laughs> I mean I suppose I could get a good night's sleep on the weekends or the days when I have to work the late shift at work, which is just an hour, you know, but still. I kinda feel a little bit more refreshed waking up around seven thirty, eight o'clock as opposed to seven. What about you, Mako? What well how much how many hours of sleep do you need?
1: Um, do I have to be awake?
0: Yes. Um,
1: then I definitely need at least eight to ten.
0: Okay, fine. To not
1: be tired.
0: <laughs> uh, anywho.
1: <laughs> I, I usually only get like six to
0: eight. Yeah, hey, I love them cats.
1: It's not even the cats. Even on the weekends. I just, I'm so used to getting up at a certain time. So now my body just wakes itself up.
0: All right, fine. So... How are you doing tonight?
1: Um, speaking of, I'm tired. I, I I was up late last night.
0: I was feeling exhausted earlier, but now I'm just like... <sighs> and I'll get into that during my weekend day, you know, when we get around to it. So, anywho, let's get the show on the road tonight. Wow, wow. Ah... <sighs> we are live tonight week of november 1st right here on twitch tv you can catch us here live tuesdays from 9 to 10 30 p.m eastern right here at twitch tv slash anime jam session and we're also part of the voice of geeks network so you can always find them at vognetwork.com and they also stream on twitch as well you can find them at twitch tv slash vognetwork and through there you will find uh, great shows such as the Bobby Blackwood Show and Orange Knowledge Radio. They start things off on, on here on Vogue through Twitch Sundays starting at 8 p.m. And we kind of push things along on Tuesdays. It's kind of how we do things around here. So, And don't forget, we have a Discord. So come through, hang out with us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out. And have a good time, you know. Uh, oh man. Uh, let me adjust this lumbar. All right, perfect, much better. So, no, no, no. We got that out the way. Uh, we're gonna kick things off with, "How was your week? How was your day, Mako-chan?"
1: Um, week and day not horrible. I uh, had a very busy weekend. Mm. Um, between the convention. And then the concert, uh, Monday, I ended up doing a trunk or treat, um, just the area I live in obviously doesn't get trick or treaters. Mm. And so, uh, the community was putting on a trunk or treat. So I went with my mother, uh, because she lives in the area and she decorated her car and mm. then I dressed up as, uh, Lydia and her, Red Wedding Dress and handed out candy to all the kids that came by. And I have to say some of the costumes were really cute and really thought out. Um, But I I did see a Mario and I saw Luigi. Wahoo! Yeah. Um, You know, some completely handmade costumes. uh, Some, you know, store bought, obviously, but it was really nice. And uh, they had, there was a family that came through. The mother was dressed as Velma. Mm. The father was dressed as Shaggy. And then there was a little boy and a little girl in a wagon. They'd put cardboard on the sides of the wagon to be the mystery machine. Mm -hmm. The little boy was dressed as Fred and the little girl was dressed as Daphne. And it was absolutely adorable.
0: That's precious. Uh, You know what? And it's kind of interesting you bring that up because I had just seen like the whole Velma LGBT meme and I had said, yeah, and what's messed up is when they do the next Scooby-Doo movie, they're going to completely forget they even did this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has been hinted in some of the previous movies. Um, There was the one movie, I don't, I think it was the one... Uh, one of the newer ones, yeah. where we're in Egypt or something like that, and they all went to sleep. And when they went to sleep, it showed Daphne and Velma in what they were wearing. Mm-hmm. And then when they were woken up by you know whatever was haunting or criminals and all of that, um, they had switched outfits.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And I see the Berry says here, it's pretty explicit and mystery incorporated at the end, at least. And I'll say this. I think a lot of times they do things with the characters just because because it's kind of funny. It's kind of silly, you know. But then depending how you do things with the characters, some people will read into it like, oh, and I think that sometimes happened purely by accident. And then you kind of run with it. As I've said before, I, I if you were to take each of the characters from Scooby Doo and just kind of put them in all in the entire universe for their sexuality, Velma would be pansexual. That's that's what I pick up from that, but I could be wrong. But in the long run, every universe ha- has Scooby Doo characters. However, you want that'll make you happy, and that's it.
1: Well, we all know that they're a So,
0: I I've been saying that shit for God knows how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, yeah. Hmm. I mean, who wouldn't? Just saying. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Please continue.
1: No, no, that's that's okay. all. I'm ah. I'm watching my cats fight now.
0: Of course, you are.
1: Well, well, uh, Cassie is cleaning damien and damien just has this look on his face like uh what the hell are you doing Mm -hmm. like he has got angry grumpy face on but he's not oh there we go there we go (laughs) (laughs) like he was just taking it and then all of a sudden he just went nope and bitch slapped her think Anyway, sorry.
0: Yeah. You are good? And as um, Bonds uh, 6 says, LOL. I just I adjust the content as it is. I think that's what we all do, and I think that's more than fair. So my weekend day has been interesting. You know, work's been good. You know, um, I'm just trying to adjust something on my phone here. I uh, sorry. There we go. No. Yes, that's fine. Do do what you got to do, phone. That's fine. All right. So here, here's the thing. Work's been good, so I, I I took off early last you know last week you know you know to go to DerpyCon, and come to find out when I got when I come in today that I was the only analyst on deck in the in the New York office. Oops. Okay. The thing is, I knew one of our t- team members is on vacation. He's coming back next week. I knew the other guy was going on vacation. Kind of. I knew he was going. And I totally forgot to like 10 minutes after I got there. I was like, oh. So it was a little chaotic, a little hectic. You know, but I was still able to go through all of this. And it happened again today. Because I thought he was coming back today. He's coming back tomorrow. So, and one of my coworkers was like, how do they let just one person be on site like this? And I'm like, well, I think the permissions to do all of this came in purely by accident but also there is at least 9 to 10 other people working in the UK, Nashville, LA and remote that can take calls. Cuz honestly we di- I didn't get a lot of people coming upstairs. So it wasn't so bad. Some things were a little hectic, but it overall wasn't wasn't so bad. Um let's see what else has been going on. Uh, we're going to get into it uh, later in the show. Uh, me and Maka went to see Bandmade Live out in Jersey, and that was great. Um, I have some thoughts on that. We'll save it for that. Uh, we did DerpyCon. Outside of that, um, I didn't dress up for Halloween in the office this year. because It was either going to be Luigi or Shaggy, but I just wore the Luigi hat all day, so people started calling me Luigi. Now, you're probably wondering, well, how come you didn't wear a costume? Well, the president of the company was in the office yesterday, and he'll be in the office tomorrow. I didn't want to put on a costume and, like, jeopardize my job. And even if it wasn't like that, better safe than sorry. I don't think he'd bat an eye if I'm just wearing a hat. I didn't work with him at all because since he's VIP, that fell under another person in my de- on in my department. But still, you know, I don't think he needs to hear uh, people talking about there's somebody uh, in the New York office running around as as full blooded Luigi. So you know, better safe than sorry. So we'll see what happens next year. <laughs> so that was uh, my weekend day, and now we're gonna get into some housekeeping. Um notes here uh don't forget every episode um, episodes of anime jam session are available on our youtube page at youtube.com slash anime jam session uh click on playlists and you'll see uh podcast episodes are there episodes go up uh 12 noon on thursdays eastern time if it's not up by 12 noon that means i forgot and it'll be up later that day or the following day and last thing on our list here is upcoming conventions. Uh, our last one of the year is Anime NYC uh, at the Jacob K. Javits Center, uh, November 18th to the 20th in New York City. And now that we're finally into November, uh, we, sh- we will be having our Christmas special. I believe it'll either be December 13th or December 20th. Well, depends on how that goes. And then after that, we will be on vacation for the next two, three weeks. And we'll be kicking in 2023 with our uh, year in review and some other cool stuff. So I think that's how it's going to be. And man, where has the year go? Hmm. It's interesting. Um, like, every day I get a notification from OneDrive, and it's like, remember this photo from like one, two or three years ago. And I get the emails like, Oh yes. Good times. Good times. I kind of remember to have it to continue to back up the photos that are on my um, They're on my cam, on my phone. Cause I basically ran out of space on Google and I just started deleting videos. And I'm like, I don't need these videos to be stored unless I can store them somewhere else, so you know, that's all fine and dandy. That and I'm not spending money, you know, for a Google one. I kinda missed the fact that you had unlimited storage to upload your photos if you put them in like not in one hundred percent resolution but compatible resolution to save space. But what else? Now we're going to get into the part of the show that y'all really enjoy. It's uh, Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our life. And we kind of share off some cool stuff. So, looking at um, Mako-chan's screen. Is that a squirrel holding a stick?
1: Uh, No, it is a panda holding bamboo.
0: Huh. Doesn't look like Genma to me.
1: (laughs) Um. In, in in that note, it is filled with alcohol. Ooh, uh, it's actually a Georgian, as in the country, not in the state. Um, it's a Georgian wine. Um, I don't know the year. It is you know available in some places, sold out in others. This was. Um, I gifted to me, my mother helped one of her neighbors move. He was moving out of his house and into a um, <clears throat> an assistant living home. Mm-hmm. So he ended up having to downsize quite a bit. And one of the things that he ended up um, not needing and not taking was you know, a bunch of alcohol. Uh, This happened to be one of those bottles. Again, it is a Georgian red wine. Mm. It is a dry wine. I don't know the year. I just thought that the bottle was kind of cool. It is a clay made bottle, which is also kind of cool because, you know, our bottles here, we don't really get, you know, anything like that. That's interesting. Um, So, yeah, I just thought I would show off uh, this little pretty bottle. And, uh, yeah, it's filled with red wine. And at some point, I will open it, and I might drink it. I'm not a dry wine wine fan, but,
0: uh, yeah. In that case, y'all, stick around for the Christmas special.
1: <laughs> no, I've, I've got other stuff for the Christmas special.
0: Oh, my.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is depending on whether or not I have work the next day or if I decide to take off.
0: Uh. Mm. and I'm suddenly thinking of UB40 right now. (laughs) For those of y'all who know, you might be entitled to compensation for that one. Okay, so I started on my I guess my fall anime lineup, and I am loving the hell out of Akiba Maid War. It's John Wick meets Goodfellas. With a touch of casino. <laughs> no. This is this is a spoiler. If you have not seen last week's episode, if you haven't, I suggest you skip ahead a good 30, six, 30 to 60 seconds or mute right now for 30 to 60 seconds. So... To help you all, for those of you who are participating with the show, I am holding up a white piece of paper. This is spoilers. I'm letting you know this is spoilers. So if you don't want to hear about this, i suggest you mute until the paper comes down. So there is a scene where you find out about the different um, maid cafes are part of an organization, and they got to make their money. The lead- One of the leaders finds out that one of the maids has been embezzling money to to pay their you know to pay their sweets cup their sweets cost. The le- this leader shoots the maid three times in the gut. And then this other maid who's standing on the stage walks over, takes the gun and says, "I will take the fall for this." and walks off the stage. Wow. Tell me that's not no mafia shit right there. <laughs> I'm just like, what? The? That was like, that was loud. That was just outlandish as fuck all. But I thought it was great. So, and if that made y'all go WTF, you need to check out this series, Akiba Made War, and it actually takes place in 1999. I might ha- There is a funny video that's going around from the first episode that I've been showing people as as a reason to watch it. I will probably share it on our Facebook fan page. So, Also, uh, as I have said before, and I know a few of you are probably dealing with this. If you've been ordering merchandise from like J-List, AmiAmi, Otaku Mode. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff has been delayed due to the pandemic. So, I've been getting email notifications like this product has been pushed back, pushed back. I'm like, I don't care as long as I get my hands on it. So, I must have missed the email for this or I got and I just just forgot. One of the figurines that I pre-ordered like a year and a half ago finally shows up. It's a Christmas figurine that was supposed to arrive December of 2021 Well, I guess I'll have it for December 2022. And this is the core full My Sakurajima Winter Bunny Figurine uh, from the anime Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. This is the the only anime, this is the first anime I've ever watched that has convinced me that I should be that I should collect, um... Bun- uh, bunny figurines because for the longest I just I didn't like them it just wasn't my thing but after watching the first episode where she's walking around in the bunny outfit just in a normal mo- mon- monotone voice just having a conversation I was like yeah I was kind of convinced to pick this up so I mean to get one so so I believe this is like the second uh my bunny figurine that I have and I might just crack it open and put it on display for the holidays. As Orange Wright says, Ooh, nice. Love that anime. Well, I ha- also have the movie. I have yet to sit down and watch it, but I do know they did announce a season two. Sorry. Alright, now that we got that out the way, well, let's talk about Band made for a bit. And before I continue on, I want to apologize to everybody who... Watched this last week. I did go back, check the audio. You could hear the dog barking outside. You heard the kids upstairs. It's far and few. I couldn't edit that out, so my apologies. But if that dog starts barking again, I'm going to have to close my window. At least this time, I won't be sitting in here sweltering. So, anyhow. Bandmade 2022. I don't re- fully remember how I got into band made I think I found it through somebody else who linked me to one of their videos and I was like I am hooked uh, what I'm wearing right now is their tw- their 2019 US tour shirt on the back is the, all of the tour dates so I'm also going to connect bandmade to conventions like I saw a band made in 2019. The day before I was supposed to, the day before going up to Massachusetts for AAC. And this week, this past weekend, we saw a band made after DerpyCon. And also, one of my friends, uh, Justine, saw a band made at um, SakuraCon, I believe 2016, 2017. And she got me an autographed CD from them. And because of that, she gets my firstborn. <laughs> now we get there it's at the American Dream Mall at the at the American Dream Theater at Nickelodeon Universe and what it was cool is with this ticket you get entry to the theme park and you can chill and you can enjoy the rides I didn't get on any of the rides but I thought it was still cool that your, ba- your ticket covered that so we got there like around what 4 o'clock something like that
1: uh, probably about, about that.
0: Yeah. After trying to figure out how to park.
1: Oh my God. See the mm-hmm. mall itself. Um, they, where they built it is right next to the stadium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's a football stadium that houses both the giants and the jets. Well, the jets were home this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, specifically on Sunday and they lost, And everybody was leaving just as we were getting there. So they had some of the roads closed. They had some of the entrances into the parking deck closed. Um, They were, you know, having people stop so that they could allow people to walk across the street. It was a mess. Um, Mm. the, The signage sucked trying to get into the parking deck um we ended up uh passing the entrance once and having to go all the way back around just to get into the entrance so that I could park right so yeah that was not fun
0: <laughs> so we finally got in and, and we um and we walked around and it it was it was a good time we end, what the, i know we ended up buying some beef jerky you know
1: Yeah, we ended up buying beef jerky. Um, The mall closed, I'm guessing, earlier than uh, what it said on there. Because it did say on some of the stores that they were supposed to be open until, like, 10 or 11.
0: And on some, it showed midnight. I'm just like, midnight on a Sunday? Okay.
1: Yeah, so the times that they have listed are just very much incorrect. uh, Mm -hmm. Because I... I kind of really wanted gelato as we were leaving but everything was closed um but yeah it wasn't it it was nice uh the mall itself uh the whole story uh, with this mall it is one of the malls of america Mm -hmm. um it has changed owners like three or four times because basically it became a money pit yeah um so it took them years and years and years and years and multiple owners just to build it or i should say finish building it which they did during the pandemic um which is why like half the stores aren't even filled yet um but it's got uh it's got the nickelodeon uh amusement park which is you know a bunch of roller coasters and other rides. It has a water park, which is DreamWorks. It has uh, three three escape rooms.
0: Three? I didn't even know they had any.
1: Yeah, there's an escape. It's like one complex of escape rooms, mm. but there's three, I think, separate rooms in there. They have mini golf in there. They have the ice rink in there. They have the freaking ski jump in there. Um, I know they have laser tag. they've got a couple of different things. Um, and so you can go to the mall and go to all the attractions or you can just walk around the mall. But the complex is huge. It's three stories. It's one of those you go all day to be able to walk around this place. But yeah, it's, but it, it's it's the whole <laughs> the whole story behind the mall is freaking. Crazy as hell, the fact that they even finished building it.
0: And as uh, a says in our chat here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam session, they have an aquarium too. Yeah, basically uh, anything. I I, 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 I want to go back now because I like aquariums.
1: Yeah, it it's it's a whole tourist trap. Most mm-hmm. of the malls of America are, um, which is you know why they're so huge. They're supposed to bring in tourists and people for a whole day you know you spend there and you can eat and you can drink and you can you know just have a full family day Mm -hmm. and a full event there it's it's kind of mind-boggling but at the same time who really needs a ski jump in a mall it's it's a bit much
0: you know coming from me i think i'm gonna have to go I think I'll have to f- agree with you on that. So,
1: Not that I don't want to go back and actually mm-hmm. walk around the entire yep. place because, again, gelato. <laughs>
0: um, you're you're kind of stuck on this whole gelato thing, huh?
1: I wanted gelato, but, like, I didn't want to eat it because I was afraid of my stomach because gelato is very rich. Um, and that's all I needed was to have to keep running to the bathroom during the concert. So that's why I was going to get it after the concert. But so then they yes, closed. I'm 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 very petty about not getting gelato.
0: Italian census tingling.
1: Something like that.
0: <laughs> okay, so of course I will say the merch table was really overpriced. It was more overpriced than the last time, but I still bought stuff.
1: Yes, you did. I bought you... f- an abundance of things.
0: I bought three t shirts, one's a long sleeve, a copy of their latest EP, and uh, a keychain. So now I feel like I need to rotate out the keychains that I have right now because I know one of them on there is at least, at least two of them are on there are at least 10 years old. At least. So. Mm. Um, so now what was cool was the fact that you were able to check out the rides with your, with your ticket, but it didn't
1: actually kept the rides open Mm -hmm. for the people going into the concert. Yep. It wasn't that it was just general admission. This was specifically for people for the concert.
0: Yep. Now I kind of felt what they should have done. I don't know what time that area closed. They should have closed it an hour early started letting people in early just to enjoy the rides while there was still friggin' daylight.
1: Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. I mean, being able to go in there and get snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because the concession stand by the time, like we got in there, they were just selling drinks. Yeah, we're throwing out the leftover food.
0: And when I walked over there, they had they were just done selling all together. I was just like, Wow, you know?
1: Now, yeah, but you couldn't bring anything in with you. No. So it's it's not like you could bring drinks or food or anything. Like so that's the only place to be able to get drinks and food. They definitely should have either let you in earlier or kept it open.
0: Now they t- I would've I would I would have caused a scene. They said I had to toss the um the beef jerk. I'm like this is like $70 worth of food here. Have you lost your mind? Cause they stopped when they checked my bag, they stopped me just for that.
1: Yeah, but it's that at least it's not like you were coming in with drinks and True. You know, sandwiches and things like mm-hmm. that. That was something that was purchased in the mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they would have to tell people that they can't bring in purchases, which is fine because they do have lockers on premise,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know, that's still something that they should have announced beforehand. If that were going to be the case.
0: Yeah. I got to post um the photos and the videos of, of the, of the, of the concert. So after that, Marco found a spot to sit down and I sat down too, because I've, I, like I said, I've seen band made live already, so I had really no desire to be towards the front where the band is. That and I was not going to stand for this concert for almost two freaking hours. I did it once before, just wasn't feeling doing it again.
1: Yeah, the, the fact that it was standing room only, I was not going and fighting with a bunch of people just to get up close. I right. can hear and see the band perfectly fine um being able to sit where we sat so i was perfectly happy with that
0: Mm -hmm. now i'm you know the funny thing is i'm thinking when we get there there is an actual theater where you go inside and enjoy the band that's what i'm thinking nothing fancy or anything like that just something simple you know no, it it's basically was a con stage with, with fancy lights,
1: yeah, that surprised me too. Yeah. I basically in the middle of the park, which I mean, it's all indoors, mm-hmm. but in the middle of the park, they set up a stage, and then around the stage is where everybody stands. I can't imagine certain people that will be playing that stage. it fitting. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Bandmate is one thing, it's, you know, kind of lively, it's very jumpy, it's, you know, cutesy, but they've got, like, hardcore rappers and crap that are going to be playing that stage that just seems, you know, with roller coasters and crap like that playing in the back, that just, that seems weird it to does. have that. I mean, I can't imagine future concerts being held there, you know, I can't imagine them getting you know, some sort of big name and playing like what looks like a, as Ronma said, a convention stage.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, one thing they could have done was br- have a camera just on the stage and then have a couple of projections set up. I ain't talking no two camera setup. Just one of the whole stage, and project that would have been nice.
1: Well, this was their first concert, um, so this is you know a learning experience, mm-hmm. which we learned when they still hadn't set up the barriers and dividers for the lines by mm-hmm. five o'clock when VIP was supposed to go in at six.
0: Right, they didn't let anybody in till seven.
1: Yeah, they, I don't think the people that were running it, um, I don't think anybody had a clue of what they were doing. Again, you know, I give them a pass on this because it was the first show that they were doing and putting on. But at the same time, like, if you're all security and you know security, you know one, people are going to line up early.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And they had people lining up, the VIPs were lining up, Since the mall opened.
0: I I couldn't do that. But at least they were able... They got first dibs, you know, with the numbers, you know? So Yeah.
1: They ended up marking Mm -hmm. 80 people that were on that line waiting to get in when the mall opened. Yep. And told them, go when you come back and you'll be the first ones in line and we'll go and order number. Mm -hmm. You know, I that is a little excessive, but at the same time, you don't wait until an hour before entry to start setting stuff up. Like they didn't even have the gates and stuff out. Mm -hmm. So they had to pull all of that stuff out. Then they had to set all of that stuff up. And because there was a VIP and a general admission, they had to set up two separate lines which made it even more difficult. So uh, that that was just, it was crap, the way mm-hmm. that they did all of that. But again, if they learn from it, that's one thing. And if they don't, then they're freaking idiots.
0: Yeah. But what was cool was it was it was a couple of girls cosplaying members for Bandmate. Uh, lead guitar Miku and lead vocalist Saiki, uh, Saki. Saki. But there were a lot of people in maid outfits and Lolita outfits, you know, hanging out for this. This was a very fun, lively concert. And I enjoyed every single minute of it.
1: Yeah, I the concert itself was absolutely amazing. Um, the crowd was really fun. Mm-hmm. Very much into it. Um, so the that aspect of it, After having to wait and stand in line and wait and stand in line and you know all of that, that aspect of it really made up for that.
0: Definitely, that yes. Now will I see them again in concert? They come through probably. Will I do VIP? It depends on the venue, because when they were at the Gramercy Theater the VIP section, there was an actual VIP section where you can act on the side where you can sit down and enjoy the concert, so.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that it will definitely do, like, I would love to go see them again, but mm-hmm. I don't think I will see another show in this venue um, unless they really do get their act together with it because venue-wise, it was just very... In, like, very random. Impromptu. Yeah. And this is something that they had been planning. And I can't imagine something like a Mall of America, where they have all of this extra space, and they have all of these stores, and they're trying to be bring people in, that they're just going to set up, you know, some little rinky-dink stage and Whoa. not have an actual separate place for... You know, concerts.
0: Well, I will say this. I mean, back in the two thousands, Mall of America did host, I believe, the very first Monday night WCW Monday night nitro, like in the center of the mall on the ground level. Granted, you could go up to the second and third floors and just watch from 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 the ledge area, you know, and and watch from there. I mean, for that, was like, there were some seats available, but, you know. And I think there was an... I think AEW had something there. I don't remember, but I know something like that. And to be perfectly honest, if they don't have everything set up in that mall and they're still trying to get sh- sell space, take a couple of those spaces and turn it into a concert venue. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, it would be different if... You know, all of the stores were completely done and there was no other place. But there were plenty of spaces that they could have sectioned something out specifically for these shows. Mm -hmm. Like, I I really cannot see some of these acts that they want to get, you know, just going on a stage like that. It just it's it doesn't seem like that is going to
0: Right. Last, But I will say, regardless of our issues with the venue, seeing Bandmate perform, in a way, does make it worth, you know, the experience.
1: Oh, yeah. The experience was worth it.
0: Then well, we got that out the way. And for the record, I am drinking actual water. And you're probably wondering, why did I say that? Because we're going to talk about DerpyCon 2022. And before we begin, I am I have a an official disclaimer. I was a former staffer of DerpyCon. I believe it was 2016 or 2015, their very first con. I was unceremoniously expelled from st- from staff. And it, w- and it was basically like pulling teeth to find out what's going on. So, if it does sound like I'm being a little bit biased in my take on this, that is the reason behind it. But, later this week, or sometime next week, um, one of our own staffers, La Chocola, who was with us, will have her convention report up on our website at animejamsession.com where you can definitely check that out so. now they say you know a con can be bad but if your friends are going that can make up for it which is true we have talked about in the past conventions we have covered where the con wasn't as good as expected, but the friends going made it worth the trip out there. But when your friends are at this con saying that the con sucks or there are better cons out there, might want to make you wonder what make you wonder about what's going on now. Last year, we sent we sent a team out there to cover for the convention, and everything was taken care of press room, uh, badges, all that. that was all taken care of far in advance, and we were golden. This year, I did not find out until a week before Wednesday of the convention, not the Wednesday of the not the Wednesday of the convention, but a week prior, that we were approved for press because. As a as 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 a, as a head uh, head of um, press ops put it, and let me pull up this email right here. All right, all right. Yeah, this was going back about two weeks. I I can't believe it's two weeks. View shows conversations, all mailboxes. Thank you. Okay, regarding present, here we go. Um, yeah, basically, I didn't get a reason for the late response, but we were approved. I can understand if, the, if it's the con's first year or second year or heck, third year reaching out to find out what's going on. But after that, I think it's kind of crazy. But we got our press passes and then from there, emailing the head of our press ops to find out when we can do interviews. Now, I'm going to give you an example of something. I reached out to uh, the uh, one of the, I guess, if not the con chair, the press for AAC. And I believe I re- I reached out to her. The same time, I reached out to um to DerpyCon. If I'm looking at the dates correct, no, it was a little bit wait a little bit later. My I bad. I, I reached out to um to AAC Press two weeks before the convention. Couple of days later, everything's approved. Send out an email. What's going on? You know about for for interviews. Going back and forth. I get there that Thursday and I talk to somebody. Not even an hour later, I get confirmations for two interviews, and I'm perfect with that. Granted, everything took its time because usually when it comes down to the down to the wire for for getting the con together, emails kind of get lost in the shuffle, and I get that. But when I got there, everything was taken care of and it was handled. Derbycon, on the other hand, the conversation went from email. To text messages. And I didn't get confirmations on interviews until like... Saturday morning of the con, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to go look at my messages and take a look at that. Actually, I'll actually do that right now. um, Because I have like my little pop-up here of messages. Because I do things con based through Google Voice. Yeah. So... Everything was confirmed on on the uh, 29th that Saturday everything was confirmed for that by that morning that after by that afternoon. Yeah I get a half hour prior you know for an interview and confirmation of the location. Fine. I would not have ma- minded if it was like a whole round robin type situation. I've done those types of interviews before that I'm perfectly cool with, you know. Let's get this out of here. Bring this up. So, for press and coverage, they just need to be a little bit more organized to get this together. That's it. Just be a little bit more organized. And once confirmations go out, send an email of interviews like, who do you want to interview? And then you figure out the times from there. Some other conventions do that. Now, one thing about the conference for coverage, I try to get there as early as I can. But I've been traveling like in October. So it was kind of hard for me to get there early for the con. But I got there around 5. 5.36. And as it was told to me. I didn't miss anything. It was basically quiet. And I was just like. Oh. Okay. Now. Everything started at 10 a.m. There are some conventions where. As soon as 9 a.m. hits. Panel rooms start. Workshops start. Dealers rooms start. Artist alley starts. Stop. I will give DerbyCon uh, points. The events and everything opened up at 10. Registration, con ops, and, and operations opened at 9. That's great. I think more conventions should start all of their events and dealing and game rooms all that. Around, between 10 and 11. Because, let, let, on a Saturday and Sunday. Because, let's be real. There's a bunch of us partying the night before. And, we're not going to get up that early. We're, we're at a con to enjoy ourselves and have a good time. So, there's no reason to be up that early. Right. So, I did a photo shoot with a couple of friends of mine. From, they did Good Omens. Uh, photos came out really good. Can't wait to finish editing them. So, I did not get you to check out any panels that Friday night because I was basically overwhelmed with what they had. It was just, and I don't mean overwhelmed in a good way, it was more in a bad way because I'm looking at all these panels and I'm just like, they're trying to the panels, they're trying to cover every little bit of fandom here, but I really didn't see a lot of anime based panels. I saw panels about cosplay. I saw panels about photography. I saw panels about various video games. I saw panels about various fandoms. I saw panels about traveling to Japan, which is something that we you should go to at least once. If your con has a panel about visiting Japan, traveling to Japan, things you need to know, check those panels out. Because that will definitely come in, come in handy for you when you actually decide to go to Japan. But I didn't see a lot of anime panels given that Derbycon is a gen con of sorts I like say I say gen con in the aspect of they do anime video games sci-fi fantasy and 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 in er, the game everything in the middle you know and one thing about these types of conventions you're gonna see some classic cosplays as well like there was a group running around as Ronmo One Half. I mean, you can't get any more classic than that, you know? Mhm. Yeah. So there was a panel about voice acting. Let's have fun and learn. I stopped in for that for 5 minutes and that was it. This was this was looked to be an amateur done type panel, you know. It wasn't done by any of the guests voice acting guests. Honestly, I feel that if there's going to be panels about voice acting, learning and so forth. they should be run by voice actors not by people who think they know what voice acting is
1: yeah those panels are usually run by voice actors and most other conventions that I've gone to so for it not to be run by the voice actor or at least somebody that knows what they're doing that seems a little weird
0: you're telling me. I did go to a game show panel. They did a Classic Concentration. And what sucked, there was only like five people in the panel room. And this was a game show at around midnight. I honestly feel game show panels should be done in the afternoon or prime time evening, not in the late night time slot. And this panel was given a ninety minutes, but they only ran for an hour, and that's all that that was needed. And the people behind it—they had—they did classic concentration. They had it running through, shock Adobe Flash. Part of the issue was the person running the board didn't know the controls, and the person who wrote the code. If it was me, if I have somebody running the board from you know, for my game show or my panel, or whatever, I'm going to give them like a cheat sheet of of all the commands, what they need to press, this and that. You know, that should have been right th- right then and there. Did I have fun doing classic concentration? Absolutely. Would I do it again? Maybe. Now, one thing about DerpyCon, they have what's called a film festival. Basically, these are just a bunch of homemade fan films that people submit. I didn't even bother with this. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like what they're going to have because it's not my cup of tea. So I went about, I went and walked. But I will say, when it comes to the crowd levels, Friday felt like Day zero, Thursday afternoon of a con. What was great was I was able to go down to the game room and do some gaming. Because generally, when it comes to the game room, there's long, there's a line, there's a line to wait to get in to to that game or something like that. I was able to jump in, play some games, and that's it. And I had fun. Now their main events room. I I I never heard of a con where the main events room is smaller than artist alley, smaller than the game room, but it's one point five the size of a panel room.
1: Yeah, the fact that they had what they estimate right now as what two thousand something, two thousand eight
0: hundred and seventy.
1: So 2,870 people, yet their main events room can only hold, like, 250? That seems to be very bad.
0: Yeah, especially if you're press and you're trying to get a good seat for to do coverage. Uh, no, as synonite says, 2,801. Okay. Now, generally, when you go to a main events room, you have a row of chairs on the left, a row of chairs on the right. It was just one set of chairs going all the way down. So it made things a little hard for me to do to get a proper angle for recording events. But I was able to get some recording done. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Honestly, I don't feel bad of showing up late for the con on Friday. Granted, you know... The photo shoot I did would have would have handled a little bit later in the evening, but overall, it was okay. But I will say, getting off at the, getting off the train to go to the to the Con Hotel, two block walk that wasn't so bad. It really wasn't. Again, this location, there are you're literally in downtown New Brunswick, so a so there is a place across the street to eat. You walk up a block. And you go, eat, and you can eat, and so forth. But you gotta be careful. One thing was cool was, there was an after party at the Irish pub. Who am I kidding? At the Irish bar across the street. I went, and it looked like I was the only person from the con there. And I wasn't even in cosplay. And then I found out from a staffer that, you know... There was an issue that happened at the after party there. Evidently, the normies had a problem with some of the trans, um, transgender cosplayers that were there. Look, cis, trans, or whatever the person wants to be, they are there to have food. They are there to have a drink. They are there to have a good time. They are not bothering you. They are not messing with you. Let them enjoy themselves. They get away from the bullshit on a normal basis. To be at a con, to be around people like them to have a good time. You're not helping the situation at all. So I went, had a drink, and I came back, and I was just like, nope, 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 nope.
1: Yeah, I mean, from what you're saying, there was nothing actually set aside for so I mean basically mm-hmm. you're they were just like, Oh, hey, by the way, there's a bar across the street and they know that we're in the area, so we're gonna have that as a late night party.
0: It, it was a, it was on the website. There were flyers for the con in the bar, but you know.
1: Yeah, but when you're doing something like that, that stuff needs to be completely separated. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way it's a convention after party. If you're just saying, okay, well, we have, you know, the bar knows that you guys are coming. And if you show them your badge, you get a discount.
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's not an after party. That's just telling people to go to the bar to hang out. That's completely
0: different. Like, right. I mean, to give you a, a good example. Kai had an after party at Telus 360, which is across the street from the hotel. It's also a bar and club place. The whole back room was for us. We could go into the main area if we wanted to, but the whole back room was for us. And when I walked in, seeing a bunch of awesome nerds and cosplayers having drinks, I'm like, I'm home. Now, the out now, uh, another thing is I'm not too fond of the layout of the hotel. It's just like it's like somebody was a fan of the Legend of Zelda and said, "Let's do it this way."
1: Yeah, the I, I mean, you can't blame the convention for the right. hotel's layout,
0: right? I can't the
1: way that the convention laid themselves out in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was not a fan of the fact that registration main events and artist alley basically was like so grouped together that like everybody was just bumping into one another
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that. there just, I, I think it would have been fine if it was, you know, 700 people mm-hmm. or a thousand people, But when you start getting up to 2000 people walking around, um, people in the registration line, it's just, it was, that area was just not set up correctly, um, for the amount of people that needed to be in that area. Mm -hmm. And so I hope just because, you know, maybe this was just a jump in people that were going to be there, but. You know, I know that they want to stay in this hotel. I know that they want to stay in this area and they want to expand on how many people are there. And if that's the case, that area is not going to be able to handle an expansion of people.
0: Mm -hmm. Agreed. It also didn't
1: help um, the doors for main events and the doors for Artist Alley were right next to each other. If you blinked, you would have missed either one. Right. And they're set behind everything and, you know, there was signs, but you had to be right on top of it just to see it. And the artist alley in the dealer's room, um, that area did have other sets of doors, which could have relieved some of the, you know, just people in that area being able to go into a different set of doors or even going in to one set of doors and out another set of doors Um, because I can't tell you how many times I walked into the dealer's room and people just stopped because they either met friends or they wanted to, you know, take their bag off so that they could shop easier and they just stopped. And then you had people coming out of the same doors and it was just caused way too much traffic in that area.
0: Now, I would say when I was coming in and out, I didn't have that much of an issue per se. But I know there was probably high points on Saturday where that definitely was an issue. Had to be.
1: Yeah, maybe I was just going in and out at mm-hmm. the you know the high point of right. the day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it was just I, it was so congested in that one area. I I don't deal well with groups of crowds. Um, which again with the concert is why I didn't rush to get up to the front of the stage. Mm
0: -hmm. So Mm -hmm.
1: to have to go into that area, just to try and get into artist alley or main events, I, I was not doing well. It was just way too many people in one very small, tight area.
0: Yep. Okay. So if you don't show up friday you're you're really not going to miss much of anything believe you me and also on a side note the hotel rooms had no microwaves refrigerators yes microwaves no what's up with that um
1: that's that does seem really weird to me yeah. especially for a high-end hotel like this um, But the only thing I could think is because they have their own restaurant in the hotel. They didn't want to have microwaves in the rooms or maybe they don't offer them unless you ask.
0: Maybe that's it, because I've been to conventions where, you know, the hotel has a restaurant and there's still a microwave in the room. I know. All right. So. Let's get into Saturday. When I got downstairs, now, some of y'all know me. When it comes to a con, I'm ready to get up and be out the door. I was like, no, I'm going to take my time and just get down there. Because I'm not expecting much. I was genuinely surprised. Saturday, it was l- packed. I was told by a staffer that they they sold out the con. It hit capacity. I'm just like, get up out of here. No way. No effing way. But they did. So more opportunities to get some cosplay photos. I didn't get as many as I wanted to because I was just relaxing and enjoying myself and taking pictures when possible, when it was convenient. That 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 was my thing. Again, and I'm looking at Saturday's panels, and I can tell you this. The, the, here is the panel's. I'm going to throw out there. Uh, Cosplay TikToking panel. One about My Little Pony. Wigs. Con Safety 101. Which that should be a Friday panel, if you ask me. Highlights of The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. A panel about if you want to get into cosplay chess. Uh, There was a panel about scary Saturday morning cartoons. Anime bar trivia. And yes, a burlesque show. I think I'm kind of burlesqued out with burlesque shows at conventions. I know it puts butts in seats, but I just don't care anymore. There's a whole video room just for, uh, for this film festival. There's panels on how to play. I see on how to play D and D. There is a Saturday D and D session. <sighs> I didn't really see much in the ways of anime here. There, it's like they got a little bit of everything, but forgot about anime. I,
1: I mean, there's there's definitely little bits of anime mixed in. Yes, but I I think just the sheer amount of stuff that. Mm-hmm. I I, like all of their video from what I'm seeing here, all of their video until late night was the AMV
0: Mm -hmm.
1: or the film festival. Yeah. When I go to a a, a convention, that's not what I want to watch.
0: Exactly.
1: And, you know, I get it. It's something different, but at the same time, when I go to a convention, I don't even care if all I'm doing is watching Crunchyroll, which I know is basically given to conventions Mm -hmm. because I've done, you know, I was the head of video for a convention. Crunchyroll is one of those that they just give out. Here, here's your convention password. You can play it in this room all day. Right. So for a convention to not have your typical anime video room and just have like fan films and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that seems very weird to me. It,
0: it, to me again, you, it, it's
1: right. a Gen Con, but that's something that's very easy and it doesn't take a lot of manpower mm-hmm. and it's something that people going to even Gen Con's have something like that
0: i even spoke with the future head for event program i should have said cut down on the number of panels because i felt there were more panels than people now i can understand if they had like 15 panels for the convention that whole weekend and there were no more than 10 people in each well not many people are showing because coming because of the pandemic now you have about 30 panels and it ranges anywhere between 4 and 25, then maybe you need to kind of shuffle things around or eliminate them. Now, they have what's called the meme room. The meme room is just tw- video- meme videos and images going the whole weekend. And evidently that was popular. I popped my head in for like 30 seconds and walked. I was like, nope, no. Get rid of the meme room. Cut down on the film festival. Eliminate a panel room. And I think you got something good going here.
1: Well, I don't think a panel room needs to be eliminated. There's One th- th- panel there's th- there's three
0: There's three panel rooms.
1: Well yeah, but one of the panel rooms they did a lot of their gaming stuff in. Like the um the anime roulette mm-hmm. and um you know the that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that was panel room 1. Yeah, that's yeah, that was so, the biggest room. That's the biggest one of them all. That could yeah, be your so I, panels, that could be uh, your game shows and workshops.
1: Right. If you want to do something like that, that's fine. Have panel room one, you've got your game shows, you've got your workshops. Panel room two can be your other panels Mm -hmm. and then panel room three can be your specialties. You know, you want to have, you know, not just workshops, but you want to go, okay, well, you know, here, here's your tech, how to do Twitch. Here's your, um, you know, your photography, here is you know things like that you want to if you're going to do something like that then you can have each panel room be a specific thing and that will help to make it less busy mm. uh, but i mean at the same time you've got you know you know again you've got you know only 2000 people you don't need three panel rooms with a whole crap ton of stuff happening. Plus your, you know, your film festival, plus your main event stuff, plus your tabletop, plus, you know, all of that. It's just, it's too much and not enough people in each of these panels. If I were somebody that was hosting one of these panels and I only had five people show up because there was so much else to do, I would never want to do a panel in this convention again. Right. And I mean, that happens when you have too mm-hmm. much stuff going on. So I, I, I get where it's too many panels, but at the same time, I think it just needs to be organized a little bit better All
0: right.
1: in order to really, you know, give the people the chance. Okay. Well, everything that I want to do is going to be in this panel room. I don't have to keep going back and forth. I can, you know, just stay here, whereas, you know, it's just it's it's a little bit of a mess looking at the schedule.
0: Yeah, I mean, in comparison to a small con AAC, the panels were spread out. I felt as if I could go take some photos, go enjoy a couple of panels, go grab something to eat, go through this again and not worry about missing anything. Here it's like where do I begin, you know? Now l- let's talk let's let, let let's talk masquerade. Or as I would like to call it Idol showdown. First things first, Masquerade was supposed to start at 6 PM. It did not start until 6 45. It was a 45-minute break for room clear. They could have done a 15-minute break for the room clear and started seating people at 5.30 for things to kick off at 6. The masquerade in itself was great. I enjoyed it. I call it Idol Showdown because almost every single skit was an Idol Song and dance. Mostly love life. But don't get it wrong. I enjoy love life. I love it. I love seeing, you know, local love life troops get up on stage and do their thing. But when it's multiple ones, at that point you need to shuffle them off and put them on their own thing. That's that's what cons are doing. They're doing like a Friday evening or Saturday afternoon idol showcase that. If it was me I would have an Idol showdown Friday night. All the Love Live AKB0048 Idol, all of them here is your chance to perform the top three winning te- groups out of the Idol showcase will get th- will get a spot in the masquerade to compete that's what I would do simple as that it's, it was just way too much. And then they're make, telling people to make room, don't hold spots. Now, I was sort of holding a spot because I needed the space to set everything up. But someone sat down, that's fine. And what sucked is when the person was trying to get by, his voice might have been picked up on the microphone or when he moved by, the camcorder, kind, the, the tripod moved. I'm like, do you not see this is right here? Maybe I need to put signs on the tripod that says it's that's being recorded. You know, be careful. Your voice can be picked up. You know, whatever. Now, the host of the masquerade, I believe he went by the name of Peace. I thought he was a funny dude. He was he was out there. But the problem I had was almost every time he come back on stage to, you know, to, you know, to, get the, to get the hype going and introduce the next skit, he will go off stage, get the paper, come back, and then announce it. I have seen masquerades where everything is on a teleprompter. Everything is on a sheet of paper. Everything is in a book. Or as they come up on stage, they're handed a new piece of paper to introduce this group. Now, I don't want to take away from the winner, but my issue is how conventions are rolling out Best in Show. Generally, the winner of Best in Show is somebody who did craftsmanship and also a performance. Because you can get best craftsmanship, best skit, and then best in show. I should know. I am a former best in show winner. But now it's starting to change where you do craftsmanship, And a walk-on. I have seen people win craftsmanship awards and get a Best in Show award. I'm sorry. If you've already won an award outside of a judge's award, you do not qualify to go ahead and win Best in Show. That's just my personal opinion. I know I am not the only person that shares this opinion, I understand it's a small con, but again, 99, 90% of conventions that are run in this country are by people who are former con runners, con staffers, con department heads, and so forth. They should all know by now. I would say the masquerade, I would give a 7 out of 10. And and, I, and I'm being generous because it was the Love Live troops that really got me going, and I had and that kind of gave me a damn good time. Am I done ranting? I don't know. Are you? No. Sunday, Sunday felt like day zero all over again. It, it, i the panels that they have were great but it was just not my thing i just wasn't interested i walked in took some pictures of whoever was doing stuff and i walked out i went downstairs did some gaming i walked around the dealer's hall a couple times grabbed some photos and and that was it this it, it was just i i I can understand why it's called DerpyCon. Personally, I'd probably change it to ClusterFCon. Because here's the thing. You expect a con run by former staffers, former heads, to put on something better. The issues me and Mako that are having with this con, we'd excuse if it was the first or second year. But it, that's not really the case here. I believe this is their sixth or seventh year. And it's like, as my drill instructor would say, y'all haven't gone past training day one. And here we are, week three. Honestly, I will give DerpyCon another try. I, I will go back one more time. And just hoping that there are some changes made. Because if not, I don't think I would go back unless there was a guest there that I really want. And even then, I would just day trip it and depending on where it is, just book a room for one night and that's it. No cosplay, no nothing. I brought two cosplays with me. Garter belt and Luigi. I didn't even wear Luigi. I wore garter belt for one person because she was dressed up as Panty Anarchy. I got my picture That was it. I went back to my room and I took it off. DerbyCon is a convention where you need your friends. Your friends are the only ones that are going to help you get through this.
1: On on top of that, I I am not a fan of the location. Mm -hmm. And I think that changing that location is probably something they need to look into Um, New Brunswick is not a safe area there are certain areas of it that are safe Um, the closer that you get to the college the better Um, but the I, I understand having it in a city like this because there is a lot of food and they are open late but at the same time there's a reason there's a reason why you know certain towns in New Jersey are used as the back face for Gotham City. Work. Uh-huh. New Brunswick, um those are used as the backdrop. They're they're not you know what you would call safe cities and the further away from certain areas you get, the worse they get. And so to have all of these people um, you know, just, and not, I guess, having them warned of the area, um, is kind of bad. And people want to talk about Atlantic city and how bad Atlantic city is. But if you stay on the one main road, you're fine. When you go off of that one main road, that's when it gets scary. Mm-hmm. All of New Brunswick is scary. It Maybe. is not a mm-hmm. place that you want your 13 year old walking around to go and get food somewhere.
0: Yes. Now, another thing, I love the fact that we' cons are having after parties. There are cons that are have more cons having more 18 plus panels. But given the issue of the late night party, at this point, just shut down one of your panel rooms. Have a DJ come in, make that a 21 plus party room, and have a cash bar. And don't say you can't do it because it can be done. I kind of think when they were over in Parsippany or wherever, I think that hotel was bigger. But I could be wrong.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't matter about the size of the hotel. It, it all matters on how it's used. Now, and there is space for them to grow into this hotel. But maybe they need to look at some of these other spacings uh-huh. instead of what they have. Not uh-huh. including what they have. But having something a little bit more open. As in, you know, not everything needs to be on the first or second level. Right. You know, having some extra space, even if there's nothing else to do on that area, you know, that would be helpful for some of the traffic.
0: Now, like I said, like like evidently the Meme Central Room is popular. Yeah, shut that down four hours before the end of the night. Put your 21 plus party in there. Video nine and three quarters. Cut down your film festival to a two-hour event on Friday and Saturday, and have regular programming in there. Um. Every operate every department has their own room. I don't. Okay. Con ops should definitely have their own room, but I'm I i do not think that network ops. Program ops, press ops, and let's see. Let me look at the main, uh, the lower level. Is this it? Not uh, uh, lobby level. And public safety needs their own separate rooms. You could put that all in one or two rooms. You don't that work with the space that you have. You know, work with that. And karaoke wasn't even running all day during the weekend. They shut, karaoke was shut down for a short period of time just so they could run the swap meet. If Meme Central is empty and you're just running memes in there, make that more of a swap meet location. Got that. I know DerbyCon has the Artemis flight simulation um, room. If there are not a lot of people doing a flight sim, don't bring it back. Work with what you got.
1: Yeah, my thing is, with the meme, with the meme room, was it a whole entire weekend of different memes? Or did they end up having to repeat them?
0: They probably repeated them.
1: Because if that's the case and they repeated, you know, how many times during the weekends, then you don't need it running all weekend.
0: Now, one thing I did, like, they have an attendee lounge. I haven't been in there. The attendee lounge is something that they've had since the year one. This is where you go when you just kind of want to get away from the crowds, but you don't want to go back to your room. Light snacks, a drink, you know, that would be great. Now, the the lobby level behind the hotel registration... Was basically where you did all of your autographs. (sighs) I think that should have been relocated somewhere else. I think that, I'm just saying, if it was up to me, two panel rooms, third panel room would have been autograph sessions. But even still, even if you couldn't do that, get rid of Meme Central. Turn that into your into your gen room. Have your autograph sessions there. And when the autograph sessions are not happening there, have your 21-plus have your dance party in there. That's not going on. Something else.
1: I didn't mind where they had the autograph set up. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good use of just space. But because of everything being packed in that area... Mm-hmm. Again, where the autographs were was right next to where the dealers and artist alley were. Which, so to have, be, mm-hmm. you know, so many things happening in that small little section, that was overwhelming.
0: But it was kind of smart. So that autograph session, run to dealer's room to buy something, get back to the line to get something signed.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But then we needed to either move where registration was. Mm-hmm. Or where the main events were because there were just too many things that you could only get to in that small little section. And that I think is what through it was just traffic jam. Every time I went through there, it was just traffic jam.
0: See, in a way that line, it reminded me when I used to work at Staples during back to school, we had like a mini cart where we would go down the line, scan everything Put it in a bag and you got a ticket. You went to the front with the ticket and you got your stuff and you walked out. And they changed it where, you know, instead of a ticket, we printed out your receipt right there. Here's your stuff in the bag. You're good to go. What they should have done was have something like that with this long line. Go down the line. They were telling everybody, online registration. Do everything online. All you have to do, do everything online. Scan the QR code. Have a mo- mobile printer, print out the, li- the, the, the the code, slap it on the back of the badge, hand them their ba- their their swag bag, send them on their way. Gotta to learn to be a little bit creative. But I will say the game room did not smell like funk.
1: <laughs> I didn't even make it down to the game room.
0: You would have you would have enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I did like. I saw that like you were taking a little bit of video. I did Mm -hmm. like that they had actual pinball machines.
0: Yeah, one was Godzilla, but I don't remember the other one.
1: Yeah, that's not something that you see very often Mm -hmm. um, at a convention. Just because to set it up um, correctly and not have it be off level and Mm -hmm. things like that and to travel with it and do stuff like that that's that's impressive if it worked right yeah but again I didn't make it down there so I don't know how it was
0: overall if you can't make it to this con next year unless there really is a guest you want to see you're not going to be too terribly disappointed
1: Now, it was a lot of very, it was a very young crowd Mm -hmm. I saw. There were some, you know, old farts like us,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it was a very young crowd. And I was disappointed in some of the parents um, who just let their kids go. And they just sat there in the lobby and just... Again, thirteen is too young to be in that area by themselves, and if you're just sitting in their lobby and you're not paying attention to your kid, you know they're going and doing stupid crap.
0: Yes, a convention is not a is not a is not a babysitter place. You know,
1: I mean, it's uh, great you're actually in the area; you didn't just drop them off and go, but. 13 is too young to be walking around the convention by themselves, Mm -hmm. especially with the area outside. Because I'm sorry, at 13, I would have been going outside to see who was hanging out and, you know, who was walking around. And, oh, look, there's food right there across the street. Let me go across the street and get some food. Mom's not around. What's she going to know if I go across the street? Oh, look, there's a 7-Eleven two blocks away going into the heart of New Brunswick. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's just bad. It's bad. Um, so with that, I say parents don't, don't just be that parent. If you're in, if you love your kid enough to bring them to all of this stuff, and, you know, you support them with all of this stuff. Support them fully and walk mm-hmm. around with them. See what makes them excited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Part of that. Don't just say, okay, go and have fun. It's different if it's, you know, like CloverCon or something like that. The area is, you know, very out there and open and things like that. It's not the city center. And it's not even that it's New York City. It's it's New Brunswick, and New Brunswick is not good.
0: No. So I, I, I think we're done with that. Now, before we continue, Mako, do you feel like doing an article for me while in Japan or do you want to call it a night? Uh,
1: given how late it is, mm-hmm. I would really like to call it a night.
0: Good, that's why I decided to give you that option. Unfortunately, we will not be doing Meanwhile in Japan tonight, but we will be going ahead and basically ending the show. Um, to be fair, I did not think that we'd have this much to talk about with DerpyCon, which is why I threw the concert on here. If I had if I had known that, I would have taken that out, and we would have just gone run right through. And I know... And to be perfectly honest, I know there are con-goers and staffers that are not going to like what we thought of the convention. But we did throw some positivity in here. There are ways to make improvements. Increase your staffing. Reevaluate the locations of where everything is, you know? That'll help, you know? You're, we're probably not the only ones, you know given basically criticizing how the con is. So, hell, there are other conventions that we have done reviews on and we've had we've had some critical things. They've reached out to us and thanked us for some of the ideas and suggestions, you know? Most importantly, figure out a way to make your main events a little bit bigger. Even if that means you got to make your your um artist alley room a little bit smaller, you know? I mean, you had at least at least it was one vendor there selling DVDs. All right. If you like tonight's show, I'm sorry. I'm really really sorry. <laughs> but but seriously, if you like tonight's show, tell a friend. The internal will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you what we like and don't like, we mean that. So if you have any questions, ideas, thoughts, and suggestions about the show, you can drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to visit our website at Session.com where you will find our uh, cosplay tips and tricks Cosplay interviews. You'll also find links to our YouTube video coverage, links to our Facebook cosplay coverage, anime reviews, editorials, our weekly podcasts, and a lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you like this show, you can take it on the road with you. Any podcasting app that's available Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, search Anime Jam Session. There's over 500 episodes of your listening pleasure. Check them out, and what's cool is these apps allow you the ability to leave reviews. So if you can, drop us a line. We'd, we'd love to know. Perfect. If you just don't want to send an email either, and please follow us on our social media pages, our YouTube page, our Twitter page, and our Facebook page. It's all Anime Jam Session. Follow us on those. That way, you know when we're going live, when we have new articles up, when new videos are up, the new photos, and then some. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan.
1: I'm looking forward to sleep. I am, however, not looking forward to this weekend.
0: My last words is, I still need to unpack.
1: Yes, yeah, so do I.
0: Yeah. Down below is our tip jar. You can click on our stream elements link or our Ko-Fi link and you can throw us a few dollars if you like. You can throw us bits in the chat. Subscriptions along. You can subscribe to our channel. And starting next week, when you give a gift subscription or when you subscribe to the channel, you get a three-month uh, trial membership to Game Pass. It's pretty cool. I have it. It's awesome. So, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. you will be back. It'll be fun times. I think. I hope <laughs> hearts that's it i'm getting out of here so i'm ranma
1: and i am mako chan
0: great fight great night see you next week night say good night mako chan good night mako chan perfect awesome we're out of here see you all next week